You shouldn't be rushed to do certain stuff in your routine that's good for you, like breathing, exercising, eating well. It's important, but it's not urgent. You know, there's no deadline on it. I mean, the quicker you do it, the more you extend the deadline on your life, but there's no deadline on the task of having to journal, read a book, spend some time with friends. There's no urgency there. So you spend more time there because that allows you to flow through life with a peace of mind. So when you spend your time doing the things that's important, but not urgent, over time, those habits become what they call their micro habits that accrue over time to give you the results you really want in your life. Coming up with an intention, directing your attention, and then specify your action, and then now put those actions into this four-way quadrant for delegation. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. Because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an Audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much. But when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast. Whatever, wherever you're listening, there's a link. All you got to do is go to the description. Click get free audiobook from Audible audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks it's your life feed it when you need it good morning good morning is the holistic motivator here for another live personal development session so the art of journaling why is journaling an art well, because you're writing with your words? No, 
because you're painting with your words. So journaling is an art because not only do you paint the picture of what's going on, but you also get to paint the portrait of what you actually want to go on. So that's the beautiful part of journaling 101 is that you become an artist of your life on paper. And then you see that the things on paper come out of paper to reality. Like a lot of companies always tell people, you're the chief executive officer of your own life. You're the chief executive officer of your own destiny. Therefore, you must have your mission statement, your goals. You must keep track with the company called yourself. So journaling is almost like doing your own customer relations, accounting, uh, making sure that the, the executive uh, direction of your corporation is going towards the right direction okay so journaling is about leading your own ship but it's also about taking account what's on this ship so that's why it's an art okay so it's not just something you do it's something that you create through because at the end of your life you could review all the journals you had and you could see the life you painted with your actions every day now a lot of us, we don't intentionally create art. We don't even enjoy the art of life. We don't even look at it and, oh, I see that little detail and I want to focus on that detail. And I want to like, oh, even though it looks all squiggly and I thought this is not art and you find out it's really way more intricate than you thought. What if you can find out about your experiences and learn how, how much more intricate they are with journaling? Wouldn't that help you? So what does journaling do as far as history? So history can be broken down to his story. So that's history. But history can be down to his story and then I'm going to put her story. Her story. So history is her story or his story. What that means is everybody's stories is a segment of history. Everybody's days is a segment of the history of that day. Everybody's 2020 is a tiny little speck of the entire history of 2020 and but it doesn't seem grandeur when it comes to looking at the whole world but when you come and look at just your immediate family friends everybody's story is part of history so what if we never wrote all the folk tales from 1805 when 1805 sounds like Haiti's Independence Day. So what if we never wrote down these stories? We would never have an idea of what the heck happened. And they say, if you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going. If you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going. And if you don't know where you're going, you don't know where to be. If you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going. And if you, if you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going. So somebody might rebuke that and say, I rebuke that statement. 
Because yeah, I might not know exactly where I've been, but I can always change the direction that I'm going. That's really true. But if you don't, if you were in a maze for like 20 years, and you're 20 years old, and you went around a maze, and after the 20 years of going around a maze called life, and you're like, oh, I have no idea where I went. And then you're gonna spend the next 20 years going down another path. And come to find out that other path was another maze. The same maze you went through 20 years before. So you didn't know where you went. Therefore, you don't know where you're going because now you're repeating the last 20 years and the next 20 years. So the art of journaling allows you to track where you've been so you can invest the last 20 years into the next 20. Now, most people say, how do I invest the last 20 years into my next 20? Those are called lessons. You invest your last 20 years to your next 20 because you extract a lesson from the last 20 years, which lessens your burden for the next 20 years. You've attracted a lesson, L-S-O-N. So lessons, lesson with an E, your burden over time. But how many times we went to class and we got a lesson, we went home and we forgot everything we learned? A lot of times, for me at least, I know I've been to class and then I forgot all the lessons I've learned. And you're like, yo, I spent 20 years in, in, in the school system or I spent 16 years in school and all the lessons I've learned, I, didn't, I don't really remember them. So how can I even apply them? Well, what if you had a personal book with all the lessons you learned in school? Would that be useful for application in the real world? That's what journaling is for your own life because life is a school and you're the student and part teacher. So your journal is literally the book of all the lessons you've learned in life over time. And lessons comes in many forms. It comes from the failures. It comes from the ill character traits. It comes from... Uh, losing things in people. Lessons come from just nature. So it comes from emotional states. It comes from overcoming something. All of those are lessons. Imagine if you had all of them in one book. And when you're going through it, you're growing through it, you're like, let me go look at this book because I know I went through this before and I want a reminder or I want the specific steps that I took when I was in this circumstance before. So when I was in this circle of life before, I want the exact steps that got me out of the maze um, because now I'm going to invest the last 20 years, which is in the book, into the next 20, which is called my life. So that's the reason why we need to journal is because it allows us to keep our history intact in a book. Now, now, and it allows you to invest 
the past into your present and future. So I want to tell you something about what they do in the stock market is they like to look at trends over the years. Okay. They like to see what was this company's financial status three years ago and a like circumstance. For instance, now we may be going through a recession or a depression eventually. Maybe they're like, what did what happened then and how did the economy recover? So if you go back, you start to realize that history repeats itself. Just like it seems like every 100 years, there's a new epidemic. There was a Spanish flu, the black flu. There was a bunch of uh, all of those seems to be happening every 100 years. History keeps repeating itself. So you're like, oh, that's interesting. So history repeats itself. Well, history of you repeats itself. Your personal history also repeats just like the world's history repeats. So what that means is most likely the same things that happened last year are happening. The same things are happening this year around the same exact time that it happened the year before, the year before that, and the year before that. And you, you're going to say to me, how do you know that? Well, I'm a testimony. Well, I'm an example of that. I'm not saying testimony because you don't necessarily want the same things to happen if they're not productive. But I will say I'm an example. I've seen it in my own life where certain rituals got me certain results at the same time and when I changed those rituals, they got me different results. But how would I know that without the journal? A freaky thing was I looked a year ago on the same day, and I can prove this, and I wrote the same thing a year ago on the same day. That took, I was like, what? A year ago, I wrote this, and a year later on the same day, I wrote the same thing in my journal that if that doesn't tell you that history repeats itself then i don't know what else lets you know that history repeats itself so history will continue to repeat itself unless you make history so how do you make history you make history by planning reflecting through writing Plan, reflect, and write your plans and write your reflection. So that's what journaling is. Why did I spend 15 minutes selling you on journaling rather than showing you how to do it? Well, most people say, I don't start. Well, start by going to your Dollar Tree, Family Dollar, Walmart, Walgreens, and buy yourself a journal. And just buy it. Just get a nice letter-bound journal. Don't get loose leaf or anything. Letter-bound. If you got more money, spend more money because you want to keep this for life. If it could last 30 years, better. If it could last 50 years, even better. Get the best journal you can now. These are cheap. So from now on, I'm going to get more expensive ones because I want them to last a long, long 
time now. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much, but when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, it, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast. Whatever, wherever you're listening, there's a link. All you got to do is go to the description. Click get free audiobook from Audible. AudibleTrial.com forward slash Ed Talks. It's your life. Feed it when you need it. Somebody says, well, how do I journal? Okay. So journaling doesn't have a rubric or curriculum book. Like I said, life is a school. You're the student and part teacher, which means you create the rules and you follow them and you choose to not follow them when you want. And if life redirects you and says, life says, there's a new curriculum. I need you to be the CEO of this company. Then you're going to have to change what's in your journal. So based on where you're going, and based on where you've been, you're going to evolve with your journal. So there are some things I have here now I didn't have. So you will evolve with your journal. But the journal is a reflection of your evolution. That's the beautiful part. You get a reflection of your evolution. So for me personally, the thing I do is I say, what's my intention today? And like, okay, what's my intention? So. So the first section of my journal is what's my intention. Somebody says, what's the point of doing that? Well, my idea is if you don't have intention, which starts with an I, you will just give attention with an A to random things throughout the day. So the idea is if you don't have an intention for your action, you will give attention to any action throughout the day without looking at it. So what an, in, an intention does is it allows you to direct your attention, what you're doing based on what you intend to do. So when you start in the morning with that, it gives you, it sets the sail for your boat, okay? So intention 
is the underlying reason, the underlying purpose, the underlying um, idea behind what you're going to give attention to. So what is my intention today on this beautiful Saturday? Okay, so when I woke up, I was like, my intention today is a system to formulate my gifts to the world. What that means is I want to now put all of the things I've acquired in a way that will be more beneficial to you in a course curriculum type fashion, right? Like I'm doing right now. So my intention is to formulate a system, but I'm actually working because I'm doing it as we speak. So I'm giving attention to this live video. Another attention I'm going to be given to is the structure. So I'm going to think about what is this program going to consist of? Who is it going to be for? One, two, three. So now from the intention, I could have an attention. Now, most people say to-do list. It's about the same thing, but I'm using keywords. So I say, where am I going to give my attention? What am I going to give my attention to? So what's my attention? And where will I direct my attention? So like, where will I direct my attention? Shooting, coming up with flowchart, studying other coaches, thinking of ideas. This is all of the things I can give my attention towards so I can make my intention become a reality. So I said, what's the reason why you need to have intention and attention? Okay, a lot of times I tell my friend, my intention was to serve you. Like, let's say I'm a purse fitness coach, right? And I've had clients, I'm like, my intention is to get you in shape. I want to make sure you lose 30 pounds. You know, when I used to train more like a year or two years ago. It's like, my intention is to help you lose the weight. But... My attention, if it's not aligned with my intention and I'm giving and I'm at the session, I'm like, yeah, I want you to lose weight, but I'm on my phone while my client is working out, then I am not backing up the intention. So your attention has to back up the intention. But what you're focusing on is one thing, but what you act upon is the full completion of what you were focusing on. So what does it mean? What is the difference between focus and acting? Well, focusing can be a lot of contemplation. When you're focused on something, you could be looking at it, you could be studying it, could be analyzing it, contemplating on it. But it doesn't necessarily mean acting on it. I can give you my undivided attention. Doesn't mean I gave you my undivided action. So you say, okay, I'm going to give attention to all of these things because this is my intention. Now you're going to say, what are going to be my determined actions? Somebody say, what's the difference between the things I give attention to and the things I act upon? Well, you're going to give attention to the things you act upon, except you can say, I'm going to give my attention to shooting, coming up with a flowchart, studying, and thinking of ideas. Now, they need to be more specific. So you turn the general attentions to a specific action. Why do I like rhyming words? Well, I rhyme words so you can remember. I mean, 
intention, attention, and action. You, you, you not remember that? It's called Dr. Seuss for personal development. So I want to shoot. So I'm going to say 10 a.m. Shoot how to journal. So this is an action. So come up with a flow chart. So I'm going to say 2 p.m. Write on Google Docs the steps it takes to join program. So studying other coaches at 3 p.m. Look at Jay Shetty's coaching and some other people I've seen come up with coaching set that's a lot like me. So study other coaches, specific action, thinking of ideas. Now, what is an idea? Thinking of ideas. I say at 4 p.m., sit down and imagine someone come. So I'm imagining somebody come in with an issue and wanting to solve it and how that would happen throughout um, my program, right? So I've turned my intention, the A, then specified an exact action. So I went from three steps to break everything down from what I intend to do, what I was focusing on, and what I'm gonna actually do and reality. I'm like, wow, okay, that's a process. That's what you do in your journal. You think it through, right? You, th you, you think it through on paper because it's hard to think it through your mind sometimes. Because like I said yesterday, to over to overanalyze is to dissect your dialect, is to dissect your intellect. So when you're thinking through, it's cutting through intellect. You're trying to chop all these ideas down into pieces in your mind. How do you think through, cut through your intellect, trying to chop down ideas in your mind? It's very difficult to think through your intellect and chop down ideas in your mind. So sometimes it's better to put it on paper and chop it down on paper. So that's the purpose of using your journal just to come up with determined action. So now I've told you the process of how to shift from intention to attention to a determined action. Now I'm gonna go show you how to section it out so that you can give your time to the most important things and not just waste it on the useless things, okay? So I want you to stick with me here because this next part is probably gonna be the most important part, okay? So if you're watching, don't go anywhere because you might miss out on a part that is really useful. All right, so now this is from Stefan R. Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. This is called The Time Management. And if you've ever watched any personal development video or anything, you've probably seen this before. And I'm going to show you what that means and how you can use it to streamline this um, chart of things into an actual to-do list where you get the most important done, the most important 
on first. Not wasting your time. Don't spend major time on minor things. Got that from Jim Rohn. Don't spend major time on minor tasks. What does that mean? Don't spend major time on minor tasks. Well, a lot of us were focused on the little, the, we spend most of our time doing the meaningless things rather than do the things that will allow us to get the most results out of our time. Okay, so there's somebody that said, if you get paid $50 an hour and there's a task to be done at $15 an hour, like mowing your lawn, you don't do the $15 an hour task to save $15. You spend $15 on somebody else, you keep the $35 for then you go, you spend your time to make $50 within that same hour. Instead of wasting $50, you've made $35. So that's what it means to allocate your time properly. So that's why I'm going to show you the time management matrix. And that would be about the last thing I'll show you on my journaling 101. In quadrant one, I'm going to show you all the quadrants. I'm going to show you all the quadrants, all the coordinates, all the information. All right. So stick on with me here. So this section here says urgent. This one says not urgent. This one says important. This one says not important. So one of them is quadrant one. Quadrant one. So if you've never seen this before, pay deep attention because you could use this in your journal as well to uh, see where you're spending your time. Quadrant three and quadrant four. Okay. So you'll say, what does all of this mean, Ed? Well, something can be important and urgent. Crisis. I got to do it right now. I got to leave the house right now. It's like 911. A lot of us, we live in this quadrant. We only do the important things when they're urgent. So that's why we live in that quadrant, because we only do the important things when they're urgent. And the next session is, I do important things, but they're not urgent. I'm going to stick with what I focus on, exercising. Breathing. Okay. Exercise and meditation is important, but it's not urgent. Like, I don't need to wake up and say, I need to exercise. I need to, uh, if I don't do it, I'm going to, not necessarily, right? What's something that's not important, but it's urgent. Okay, so your friend call you at 2 p.m. and says, hey, Ed, I, I, really, I really need you to come and go on Facebook and go watch this meme right now. It's so funny. It's hilarious. So... A distraction here is really not important. It's a distraction. And it's super urgent, apparently. And then the next part is it's not important and it's not urgent. Now, something that's not important and not urgent, we oftentimes don't ever do it. What's not important, not urgent, we completely ignore. Now, why would somebody ignore what's not important and not urgent? 
If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an Audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much, but when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast or whatever wherever you're listening. There's a link. All you gotta do is go to the description, click get free audiobook from Audible. Audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks. It's your life. Feed it when you need it. Well, there's no time limit and there's no significance or meaning to it. Ultimately, why would that person even focus on accomplishing that thing? I'm not going to go through the whole time management matrix, but I'm going to tell you which matrix you should spend most of your time in to give you peace of mind. Most of your time should be spent on the things that are important, but not urgent. This should be your routine. You shouldn't be rushed to do certain stuff in your routine that's good for you, like breathing, exercising, eating well, it's not important. It's important, but it's not urgent. You know, there's no deadline on it. You know, I mean, the quicker you do it, the more you extend the deadline on your life, but there's no deadline on the task of having to journal, read a book, spend some time with friends. There's no urgency there. So you spend more time there because that allows you to flow through life with a peace of mind. So when you spend your time doing the things that's important, but not urgent, over time, those habits become what they call their micro habits that accrue over time to give you the results you really want. So something that's not important and not urgent, you shouldn't even be here. It's not important, not urgent. Why are you spending your time in this quadrant? <laughs> I, I don't see it. Now, important and urgent, you spend your time here because you've, you've already, like, invested so much in you that you can spend your time to do the important things and when they arise, when they're urgent, at a calm, peace state of mind because you've already like solidified your so you could handle the external challenges of life. And the things that are not important but urgent, like a phone call and a random, somebody call you right in the middle of the day and you're doing something very important. 
and they call you and they're like, it's urgent. I need to talk to you right now. No, it's urgent for you. It's not urgent for me. So it's urgent for them, but it's not important. So it's a distraction. So don't spend your time and the things that are urgent and not important because it's a distraction. So they say you spend your time between quadrant one and quadrant two, balancing the two. These are equalizers. If you spend enough time doing important things that are not urgent, you will have the peace of mind to do the important things when they become urgent with a peace of mind. I have five minutes left and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna fix this. It's all gonna, be, it's really urgent. But somebody says, oh, I'm a hothead. I gotta, I'm, I'm that's what anxiety looks like. You get crumbled up, start doing this, start holding your breath up and you're like, that's what happens. But when you spend enough time getting still, breathing, getting yourself calm. You spend enough time investing in you. When the urgent thing arises and it's important, you will be able to just go smoothly rather than like a hot head. Okay. So that's the importance. Coming up with an intention, directing your attention, and then specify your action. And then now put those actions into this four-way quadrant for delegation. All right. Delegation says, this is one of the ones I'm going to do. And this one's I'm not going to do, but I'm going to delegate. That's the final step of it is the delegation portion. I'm going to show you how to delegate your different action steps into these different quadrants. So you could pick the one that's most important so you don't waste your time on minor things. This is preventing you from spending major time on minor things, okay? Doing the, do the important and not urgent things so that you can have the peace of mind to do the important things when they're urgent. But you want to take these that I put here and put them in a quadrant. So I'm just gonna number them so I don't have to write them out. And then you're gonna see. So here, shoot, shoot. Now, I put a time on the shoot and because it's done every day, is it urgent and is it important? It is because I put a time on it this morning to do it today. So it is urgent and it's important. Right, so at 2 p.m., I say write down on Google Docs the steps. Is this important and is it urgent? Yes, it is important and it is urgent. Look at Jay Shetty's page. Now, it's important, but for me, it's not urgent. So this is study other coaches. And the last one says, sit down and think of ideas. Now these tasks are not necessarily urgent to study other coaches and think of ideas, but to shoot the video and then write out the plan, that's urgent for me. But you might say, well, if I don't study, how do I go here and there? Well, things in quadrant two gives you peace of mind to better handle the things in quadrant one.
So you're like, not urgent, but they're very important. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on the studying, on thinking of the ideas, and then I'm going to do this. Because guess what? All of the, although I said these are urgent to me, there's nobody holding me accountable but myself. The only deadline I place on that is my sense of urgency. So like I told you before, unless you give, unless you invest mostly to yourself, it's hard to focus on the urgent things that are important when they arise. So I say, be first, think first, act later. Study yourself first, get yourself ready first, and then apply yourself when it's urgently needed. So that allows you to be able to react with more peace rather than like a hothead when you gotta do things last minute. And in fact, if you do the important things every day and they're not urgent, you most likely will not have to be stuck in the quadrant one. In fact, all of these can be in quadrant two because there is no deadlines on these, but the deadline I'm gonna pick for myself. So if you do the urgent thing, the not urgent things, because they're important to you, then you won't have to be rushed because you will be able to do little by little every day to get your results that you desire. So that's pretty much the whole video for today on how to journal, the art of journaling, the importance of writing down your story. This is mostly getting things done, right? And I talked about the art of journaling is about writing down your story. There's way more to come to it. But you got to come back on the Facebook, on the Instagram, on the YouTube every Saturday in order to actually find out all the different components of journaling. So this is just part one of the weekly weekend series on how to journal. So if this video helped you, I'm gonna give you a quick review of what I talked about, okay? So quick review is you must journal because your journal will determine your history and history is his story or her story. Once you write the things that happen in your life, you literally have a history book that your kids can go back and refer to generation after generations. You can leave ideas for your kids. You wanna make your kids rich, leave them, leave them some steps Write down all the things you've learned, how they changed your life and the emotions you went through, the things you learned about other people. And that's the best gift you can give to anybody. And like, oh, snap, they gave me the blueprint. So your life is a blueprint towards what a successful and prosperous life looks like or a blueprint towards what a lack of focused life, a lack of life with intention and determination looks like. So it's your choice to determine that. So that's part of the history part. The second part is... If you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going, therefore you must learn how to review the past so you can invest the past into your future. So journaling is reviewing the past so you can invest it into your present and future. And the third thing is you want to start your day off with an intention because your intention would determine your direction and your intention will lead to what you're giving attention to. So once you have the right attention, intention, you can give the right attention to the things that will get you to where you want to be 
mostly every day. And then the next thing is setting up the right action to fulfill that intention. So the action portion is setting up exactly tasks with when to do them. And then the last part is the implementation and self-direction portion. So implementation is up here. This is the personal development quadrant, which will allow you to know what to do first, second, third, or which ones to delegate. Then you take all of that from there and you put it on your schedule and you go and you take an action. That's my message. I'm sticking to it. I hope this video was useful to you in any way. And if it has been a useful personal growth session, please share, like, and comment a thumbs up or a great video. Or I got, I really resonated with this point and I really enjoyed it, Ed. So thank you. And I really enjoyed your presence. Remember, you have greatness within you. You have something special, but you have to be, you have to believe and conceive it. And you have to feel and be it. And you got to release all the animalistic nature that's holding you back from accomplishing your true, from expressing your true being. And until you do that, the world will forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So you always, it's always super important to let your light shine. Don't hide it and don't dim it. It's the Holistic Motivator tuning out for the rest of the day. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.